back to another episode of the Weaving Words Podcast. Uh, this week, it's just me, myself, and I, another uh, solo Roman episode, and you know what that means. That means it's time to talk about Star Wars, because that's all I ever want to talk about. Uh <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, kidding aside, I want to talk about Star Wars because I just watched the uh, Tales of the Jedi um, cartoon that they uploaded on Disney Plus, And it reminded me of the Tales of the Jedi comics. Um, so, you know, for the past segment of this, uh, for me, it's going to be Tales of the Jedi. I remember when I got into comics, uh, I started reading a bunch of these. Uh, I started reading a lot of Star Wars comics and just being really like just astounded that there's more than what there was on the tv shows and the not even tv shows i don't think there really was any shows at the time more than just the movies really um at the time i wasn't really aware of all the like expanded universe stuff like the books you know the novels the comics even the video games i only played a couple i played like shadows of the empire that's about it oh and then pod racing i mean who didn't play pod racing but uh, I remember reading Tales of the Jedi, and there was a really freaking cool story called, uh, it was under the Tales of the Jedi um, sub-series. I don't know how, how yeah, it's a sub-series, uh, Tales of the Jedi, um, and it was called The Golden Age of the Sith. Uh, it was a six-issue um, series, if I remember correctly. Damn, 99 cents. Imagine that. You know, Star Wars comics are up to at least 4 to $5 a piece now. I'd love to pay 99 cents, especially for the quality of series. Dark Horse is putting these out at the time. Um, but the uh, the series is set like, uh, let's see when if they even have an actual era of when it's set in timeline. 5,000 BBY. So it's 5,000 years before the Battle of Yavin. A.K.A. First Death Star blows up. And uh, it revolves around, let me see if I can find it. All right, so the two characters are, I believe they're twins, actually. Brother and sister named uh, Gav and Jory, uh, G-A-V, and then J-O-R-I. But pretty much they inherit a ship after their parents die, and they get it back from Arba the Hutt, A-A-R-B-B-A, or is that A-A-R-R-B-A? B-A, yeah, A-A-R-R-B-A, fuck, man, I can't even say that name, um, but they get it back from uh, that hut, specific hut, um, that was holding it for collateral, um, and they basically become hyperspace explorers, so, like, you know, in this era of Star Wars, all the, hyperspa- all the hyperspace lanes weren't, they weren't completely mapped out, so, you know, you're trying to get what from one place to another place, you know, in the galaxy fast, but imagine, like, trying to get from you know I'm, I'm from fresno area so imagine trying to get from fresno all the way up to oregon but there's no interstate there's no highway so you're just trying to figure out what roads you know so the idea with the, the mapping the hyperspace lanes is hey i'm gonna plot out a very specific route that you can follow that'll get you there safely you know without going into a sun or something like that and then we'll sell these lanes you know that way people have them have access to them um, so they would go out there and explore them ahead of time for all these people. So that's kind of what they do. But the thing is, uh, you know, just like most Star Wars characters, is they're not good at their job. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, Luke didn't want a moisture farm. You know, all these guys, they're just not the best at their job or it's not what they want to do. Um, so they kind of earn the ire of this other guy. Um, uh, it's been a while, so I apologize if I can't remember names. I'm not good with names in general. Uh 
Uh, oh my god, these names are so bad. Do they have a pictures guy? I can't remember him. It's S S K K H K A H O R R. He is. It looks like a Trandoshan. What is a uh, species? Is Cha C H A uh, apostrophe A. Um, so yeah, he's a Cha merchant lord. Um, but yeah, you know they're in the ire with this, and he sends a pair of bounty hunters after the the twins. Um, and while they're you know trying to hunt him down, um, they're saved by two Jedi. The names of the Jedi's are Odin Ur, uh, O D A N uh, uh, hyphen U R R, and Mehmet Nadil. I don't man see these names. Star Wars in general, right? What what happened to Yak Face? Remember Yak Face or Snaggletooth or Max Rebo? Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, these crazy cool alien um, Jedi, they save them. And uh, what's cool, I remember, one thing I do remember besides them being cool aliens is, I believe this is the book where I saw people, they had, uh, the Jedi had um, tethers to the power batteries for their lightsaber. So if you severed the little cable, their lightsaber wouldn't work anymore, right? They didn't have powers that go into it. And I remember being like, oh, wow, dude, that's that's different. Like, that's, that's a trip. Like, I've never seen that before. So, again, it's funny. It's just this cool old school stuff um, within the universe, right? And uh, what ends up happening? The... Yeah, here it is. Um... Desperately flee the system. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the Jedi basically tell the, the twins to leave, you know, like, hey, uh, you know, get out of here. That to steal back their ship because uh, it had gotten damaged and it was uh, being repaired by that hut that I talked about earlier, whose name I can't pronounce. Um, and they leave the they want to leave the system. So they just kind of punch in what random hyperspace coordinates they are like, we just need to get out of here fast. Bam. And, um, and then it cuts to the other side of the. Um, uh, the galaxy, they're on Korriban. Korriban was the homeworld of the uh, Sith, you know, the true Sith. And uh, there's a funeral being held for uh, Marco Ragnos. He was a Dark Lord of the Sith. Um, and it's being led by Ludo Kresh. Um, and then right when they're going to close the tomb, his nemesis, you know, his uh, one of his rivals, Naga Sadao, um, arrives and they fight, you know, about who should be the next Dark Lord. Um, and then the goat, you know, they're sort of going like, I should be the boss. And the guy's like, no, I should be the boss. I'm more of a dark Lord than you are. Um, <laughs> um, but then they're stopped by the ghost of Marco Ragnos who warns them of what is to come. Um, so you basically tell me, hey, you guys need to chill. You know, we're going to be freaking, how do you say, um, invaded again or going to go back to war. Like y'all need to figure things out. Um. Yeah, Uden Ur has a premonition. Raise a matter of galactic senate. Um. So yeah, on Korriban, the their ship, the Starbreaker Twelve, it, it you know arrives there, and they're captured. You know, uh, Gavin Jory are captured by um by Sith forces. Um, Zyost, uh, which I believe is like just one of their capitals or one of their cities. Uh, the Sith lords are discussing. Uh, what to do with the prisoners? Um, you know, after after a debate, they they uh, determine they're determined to have uh, the twins killed. You know, um, but Naga Sadao, his whole thing is he's he the reason why he wants to be the the Sith Lord is obviously power, but also he sees it kind of in the air. Like, um, 
how do you say he's he's worried and for a good reason that the Sith Empire with its current power is going to um stagnate, you know, and eventually just crumble, you know, just go away. I mean, it's happened in the past with some of these other, you know, expansive races like uh, the Rakata, the Rakatan Empire, you know. If you played Kotar, Knights of the Old Republic, you, you come to learn that, you know, they took every, over everything. They couldn't take over any more stuff. And then they just slowly started, you know, stagnating. And eventually they just became like a little tribe. Um, and so, yeah, Nagasadao, he sees these prisoners as a chance to uh, to expand the empire, you know, bring strife back, help help the empire grow, help them keep, you know, progressing. Um. Yeah, he sends one of his uh Masasi warriors. Masasi are like these really cool, big, like the original Sith were, like these giant brooding monsters. Um. And then uh, together with the most loyal Masasi warriors, I'm I'm reading this off of Wikipedia just to get myself a re- refresher. Um. Yeah, he frees them, but to keep his identity hidden from other Sith Lords, he slaughters everyone in his path, including his old mentor, Simus. Uh, leaves the Republic blaster behind. So what he was trying to do is he's trying to make it seem like the Republic is back and it's attacking. So for you, those of you that don't know, the uh, the Sith, these in this story, they're descendants of the hybrids of the Dark Jedi who were first exiled out of the known Republic at the time. And they landed on... Uh, uh, Korriban, and um, they basically, how do you say, um, you know, they they interbreed with them and they take over. That's why the the title Dark Lord of the Sith is these Jedi, these Dark Jedi. They were Dark Lords over the Sith. Eventually, they inbreed and they, you know, they go from because uh, the Masasi warriors, original Sith, and all that stuff. They were like red demon looking dudes, and you know, as they breed, you start getting more humanoid, more like you know, they look like humans but kind of like pink, <laughs> and they had like weird little. Um, what do they call like maw tendrils? Um, uh, but yeah, really, really cool uh, stuff. But the big thing is, uh, they kind of forgot about that because it's been so long since they were, you know, exiled. Since the original uh, Dark Jedi were exiled, um, so they're um, who was it? Not Ludacris, uh, Nagasadao. Uh, yeah, Nagasadao. He's wanting to use this as an excuse to go back to war, to go back into the galaxy. Because they actually don't have a way of getting back. They didn't have any hyperspace travel before these guys' ships landed. Um, and he's using this uh, instance, like, of he, these, quote-unquote, you know, Republic... Um, these Republic... Uh, agents or whatever you know he, he's using it as an excuse for them to attack him first um and he's getting ready to you know go back and uh try to take over things i think he ends up killing um he ends up killing uh ludo Kresh. i can't remember it's it's been so long i apologize for this he's been over shoot it's been over 12 13 14 years since i read this i read this back when i was in high school um uh, Fires upon Nagasado's helpless fortress. Yeah, so it pretty much ends this uh, storyline ends with uh, them escaping. I remember they were trying to like pit the brother. Uh, I don't know if it was this one or another one. I thought they were trying to pit the twins against each other as well. You know, where one of them stays and the other one goes, and one's on the side of the the Republic. Um, 
But yeah, it was it was a uh, leading up to the Great Hyperspace War, um, which was another like uh, what was it uh like Tales of the Jedi uh story, uh, but it deals more with like you know the Sith Empire being rediscovered and you know the Sith start invading. If you guys aren't familiar with any of the old Republic stuff, I definitely recommend you know checking it out, brushing up on it because it is really cool and it's really interesting. Um, the, yeah, the Sith Empire, again, we only know as a Sith as, like, you know, Palpatine and, uh, Vader and Tyrannus and stuff, um, but, uh, there, there was a whole, you know, empire of them, a whole group of Sith warriors and Dark Jedi and all that, uh, so just really, really cool, rich, dense Star Wars lore, Star Wars history, um, but yeah, if you haven't, um, checked it out, definitely recommend it. Um, and then talking about Darth Tyrannus, the reason I wanted to bring this up, you know, for something, the, the recent segment is, uh, the Tales of the Jedi animated series. So they came out with, I think it was six episodes and this is the first season. Uh, let me see if I can find any information on this. Um, yeah, six episodes and I think it was like half, um, half Dooku and half, uh, uh, what's her name? Ahsoka Tano. So yeah, episode one was life and death. It deals with uh, Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano as a baby. Episode two was uh, justice. Episode three was uh, choices. And then episode four, um, the Sith Lord. And then it goes back to the last two episodes, five and six. Or, uh, so five is practice makes perfect. And then six is resolve. Those are Ahsoka episodes. So it's like the first and the last two, the first episode and the last two episodes are Ahsoka uh, centric. And then two through four are uh, Dooku centric, which is cool because you get to see uh, some character growth or why people act a certain way or you know what happened to some of them. But uh, definitely the standout for this uh, this series. I, I wish they had just done them in like little blocks. You know, do the first half Ahsoka, second half Dooku. Because um, yeah, watching the episode two, three, four back to back, it was really really cool. It was a uh, interesting interesting to see the growth of a character from you know where he started off to where he's going. Um, but yeah, we'll do a life and death. Uh, I mean, uh, again, I'm sorry, you know, spoiler alert, but uh, this is what the whole point of this uh, series is, uh, is you're just recommending cool stories and hopefully people like them and want to check them out. Um, and I definitely like Tales of the Jedi, the cartoon. Um, but yeah, the first one's life and death. Um, it's uh, Ahsoka's little, you know, about a year old. Uh, she's a little baby and she's taking her first hunting trip with her mother. Um, which again, everybody that I've talked to is like, oh my God, Ahsoka's mom's so hot. And I'm like, I guess, cause I hear the same thing about Ahsoka, um, herself. I'm like, I don't know, man, for me, it's, it's hard. Cause I mean, she's an alien, right? So it's a little bit harder. And then also like, I remember when she was introduced to me, she was a like 14 year old girl, 13 year old, like really young. So I'm like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, uh, in this episode, the, uh, her and her mom, they're, they're attacked by this giant predatory animal. And then the animal ends up, it's like a big saber tooth tiger looking thing and ends up taking Ahsoka. And then, uh, she ends up using the force to subdue it and has her, um, return or has it return her to her village. That's where they find out the village elders and everybody realizes she's, uh, you know, she's got, uh, force powers and stuff. We then jump to, uh, episode two um with uh it's cool because it has a uh, count dooku um and uh and qui-gon jinn and uh they're sent to go and uh rescue a senator's kidnapped son and then uh you find out that the senator has been starving and abusing uh his people and that's why they kidnapped them is you know they're just the way things have been like he's not you know it just shows you the 
the failure in some of these politicians um and uh and, and yeah like uh he uses the force you know he's, he's used the force to to stop the senator but then you know uh Qui-Gon stops him from killing him cuz he's about to kill him and he just that's the first inkling of a uh, violence you know violent tendencies that uh, Dooku has so again like early on in the episode he's very reasonable very calm and then you know the more he's pushed the more he sees like you don't care about your people how can you not care um and then yeah episode 3 um Dooku and Windu go to investigate uh a death of a Jedi and uh, as it turns out, the senator's guard killed a Jedi in a failed attempt to force the corrupt senator to include them in his plot. What? So the guard killed a Jedi in a failed attempt to... Oh, so the the guard wanted... um wanted the senator to include him in this corrupt plans or whatever... Um, and then yeah, after like you know they 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 kill the guards or whatever. I, oh man, this episode was pretty funny. I remember because we're just joking around. Like, what if Mace just kept letting um, or kept uh, messing with the the guards and stuff, just kind of punking them or whatever. Um, but yeah, after after the attack, after everything's you know handled, uh, they show Dooku is passed over as a member of the High Council in favor of Windu. As a as a counselor does not condone his aggressive methods, which is understandable. Again, in the previous episode, you see him, um, just kind of again being aggressive and showing not Jedi like tendencies. I think this is another. Um, I think this is another. How do you say? Uh, weight he has to bear. Another, you know, just another burden or another, another reason why he's moving towards being a Sith Lord. Um, and which the episode four, it's called Sith Lord. Um, after Qui-Gon informs the High Council of his encounter with Darth Maul and Tatooine, um, you know, Dooku warns him that they're not going to take him seriously. Uh, after Qui-Gon dies, um, Jedi Master Yaddle discovers that uh, Dooku's been collaborating with another Sith Lord, Darth Sidious, confronting them. Yaddle is, yeah, oh, I forgot. Yeah, Yaddle is killed by Dooku in order to preserve his secret, solidifying his fall to the dark side. Um, yeah, they, they kill her hard. Yeah, man, I forgot. <laughs> Again, like, I just watched these episodes this last Sunday, I want to say, and, um, they're not too fresh in my head, but, uh, again, like, yeah, the, the stories were cool. I watched them with my buddies, um, and then that's the end of the Dooku, um, chunk of episodes. Then it goes back to, uh, Soka. <clears throat> episodes five is, uh, Practice Makes Perfect, which is fun, you know, it shows, um, it shows uh, Ahsoka doing some practice drills, and Anakin's kind of like, dude, this isn't good enough. Like, you're gonna have to be able to be better than this, you know? Because droids, you know, they're they're not the the more difficult thing. Um, so it shows her practicing in clone against clones, and it shows her practicing against clones over and over for the year over the years. And uh, you know, me and my buddy talk about it, but if it wasn't for this training you know that they have her do that she still hasn't completely passed she wouldn't have been able to survive order 66 you know in the seventh season of the star wars of clone wars so it's one of those things she was initially hesitant or uh resistant to this training method she, she's like the the droids aren't half as good as uh rex's men um but that was the point for anakin is you know he wants her to be strong enough to survive 
anything because he doesn't want her to die. You know, he doesn't want to send her out there um, completely. Um, he doesn't want to send her out completely un- uh, defenseless or not able to care for herself or protect herself. Um, and then episode six is the final episode of this first season of Tales of the Jedi. Um, it takes place after Padme's death and the fall of the Republic. You know, as you see in episode uh, three and the seventh season of Clone Wars, uh, Ahsoka goes into hiding because of farmer. After the brother of a farmer who say who she, a farmer she saved with the Force realizes her true identity and reports her to the Empire, the an Inquisitor rolls through who looks freaking sweet. His name's the Sixth Brother, and uh, and he kills the whole village. The Inquisitor. Um, so Ahsoka, she ends up killing the Inquisitor and joins the rebellion. Um, I guess the events are loosely adapted by a 2016 novel Ahsoka. So it kind of shows that. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really cool, um, uh, really cool series. It, it just lets you shed some light on some of these characters because um, not everybody's gonna be in the spotlight, and it sucks because characters, especially like Dooku, they have such cool stories and backgrounds that they could have delved into if they had you know more time and maybe they would do it like in a novel or a comic but there's nothing like putting it on a cartoon and talking about it i mean look look at the disney plus like the the quality of the shows is pretty good at least i like to think so um i'm a big fan of obi-wan i'm a big fan of you know uh, mando book both that was all right you know it was entertaining at the very least um so now it's cool to see uh disney kind of taking uh the the animated side of the the franchise a little bit more seriously and giving um fans just more of what they want um me and uh my boss and some of my regulars that my shopper talked about earlier it's like you know you got to give your customers what they want in the sense of like if they want more of this this is what they're paying for then give it to them you know like give them good quality stuff that they're gonna like and enjoy cool interesting stuff you know like you don't have to give them exactly what they want but give them something that they're gonna want to tune into um, and I feel like Tales of the Jedi is uh, one of those shows. I'm, gl- I'm glad they ended up doing it. And talking about Disney Plus uh, for the Looking Forward segment, um, I mean, it's going to be pretty pretty straightforward. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, so I'm, I'm looking forward to checking it out. But it's the uh, Cassian uh, Andor uh, show. I think it's just called Andor, actually. Um, the character himself, I wasn't too, I don't want to say too impressed of. Um, but I, for those of you who know me personally, know that I'm not rebel scum. Uh, I definitely like to root for the bad guys, aka the Empire, aka the uh, good guys. <clears throat> and uh, so, in order for me to like uh, one of the hero characters, it got to be pretty cool. Like I, I do like Han, I like Leia, I like Chewie. Don't really care for um for Luke a whole lot. You know, he's kind of like his dad, very you know whiny at points. I just like Anakin. I like Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's actually my favorite Jedi, for those of you who don't know. But uh, I, I love Obi-Wan. Great story, great character, great actors. Um, Obi-Wan's probably the only Jedi that I actually care about when it comes to a true Jedi. You know, not not these, like, halfway in between guys or edgy dudes. Um, so, yeah, when I watched uh, Rogue One, I was like, eh, Andor's all right. You know, Cassian's okay. Um, really didn't care for Jyn Erso. The characters that me, along with a bunch of the other guys, cared about was Churu Emway. Uh, Donnie Yen's character, and then uh, Baze Malbus, you know, his buddy. Um, But I don't think any of these characters are supposed to be likable, though, right? Like, they show right away that uh, Cassian's a wet works guy, right? He, they show that he's uh, ready to kill for the cause, even if it means killing a fellow rebel. 
Um, so you, you find that out real fast. Um, I didn't really care for Jin Erso. She was very much a hero of convenience. She didn't want to be part of the rebellion. She didn't want to help out. But then, oh, my daddy's on this prison, and you guys can save him? Oh, the, well, hope. You know, hope is what rebellions are built on. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, lady. Um, so I'm really interested to see Andor just because I want to see his indoctrination into being a rebel. Um, you know, from what I hear, it starts as him as, like, not a complete rebel, if a rebel at all. And just uh, seeing that descent into basically a, an extremist, a terrorist, right? Ready to to fight the established government. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what they end up doing. Um, I hear nothing but good things about it. You know, 95% of the people I've talked to have said it's great. Nothing but good things about the show. Um, and the other 5% are, you know, just a little crazy. So it's hard to kind of take their opinion with a, more than a grain of salt. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, again, I haven't seen the show yet, so I, I don't know if I can talk a whole lot about it without, you know, uh, actually watching any of the episodes. Uh, but sorry if this is a shorty. Um, I just wanted to get something uh, recorded and put out real quick before uh, before the day's up. Um, doing these episodes by myself is a little difficult just because it's me rambling nonstop talking about Star Wars 98% of the time. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out. Next week's episode is going to be a quick quotes with the goofo again. And then, uh, yeah, if you haven't already, check out our uh, podcast on all the streaming services. Um, leave a review if you can. Um, like, comment, follow, all that good stuff. Um, the best thing you can do, actually, is just show it to a friend. You know, give them, have, them, have them listen to it. You know, maybe they like it, maybe they don't. Um, and then, uh, yeah, other than that, join the Hooligan Squad Discord server. It's been dead for a while, but uh, we got a few guys in there that still want to, you know, talk about cool stuff. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, have a good one. I'll see you next time. Until then, may the force be with you. Adios.